my most famous hot dog that has a bunch of Instagram likes, I did a chili and macaroni and cheese on the hot dog, and it was amazing. Wait, so you post pictures of hot dogs on Instagram? Yeah, I post a lot of. <laughs> That's actually pictures. his personal account. It's just hot dogs. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay. okay. Say, All right, we asked the right man then. <laughs> uh, I like. I make a lot of weird food though, and uh, post it. Yeah, What's you the can find Ryan thing on made? Instagram at hot dog sixty nine sixty nine. Welcome to the 37th episode of the Cassidens Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where I interview bands and public figures from the MathCore, MathCore adjacent communities. If you beautiful people in chat have any questions or comments, feel free to drop them in. I'll try to read them aloud. If you uh, wanted to subscribe, you can get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube or streaming services, and you also get access to some exclusive emotes. Um, if you... Uh, you can also feel free to join us every Sunday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash creation for the live cast. With that out of the way, let me introduce our guest tonight who released an amazing debut back on September 25th. I'm sad and I don't know why and will be debuting their new single, Despair, tonight. First time. Uh, I'm having someone de- debut something on here. Uh, welcome in Hornbill. Welcome to the 37th episode Hi. of Creation. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking echoing. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. Uh, uh, so tell us who you, tell us who you are and what you do in the band. Uh, first off, thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely. Um, you guys. Are I know amazing. I said it. I know I said it to you in the beginning thing, but I'm glad that you're alive in Texas and not a popsicle. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. Everything's like starting to go back. You know, I know like. It, it hit a lot of people really hard. Me, it didn't really hit me. My power stayed on. Uh, yeah, it just stayed nice and toasty for a while. I couldn't get out to work, but that was, you know, that's about it. All right. Well, I'm glad you're all right. But, uh, yes, hi, I'm Bob. Um, I play, jeez, uh, guitar. I play bass. I sing. And uh, I drive Ryan crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Ryan, and I drum and do a little bit of everything else. Alrighty. Uh, so, I'm used to seeing bands named all sorts of weird things, but uh, why Hornbill? Why after a, a bird? <laughs> so, uh, right actually, uh, right before COVID hit, Ryan came out to Salt Lake and we went to the Tracy Aviary that's downtown Salt Lake and uh, we got to see like a bird show um, and it's meant for like six-year-old kids and shit but we went anyway (laughs) and uh, we got like birds were flying over our head and stuff so there was a hornbill and afterwards we were like we should probably name this band after that (laughs) yeah like a like a shared experience you know Aren't y'all from, like, across the country, basically? Yeah, so I'm in Salt Lake. Ryan's in Baltimore. Um, I used to live in Baltimore. We've played uh, music okay. before. And, uh, yeah. Okay, Why, what it made y'all want to start this up? Uh, we haven't played music in a while, really. Um, and the pandemic, we, we started this last June, um, so being home for what, three, four months at that point, I was like getting stir crazy and I needed to do something. Uh, so I just kind of hit Ryan up. I was like, dude, let's do this. 
And it started out just kind of screwing around, dicking around, and we were like, uh, we might have something here. So we went with it. <laughs> so, uh... Honestly, I don't pay much attention. I didn't pay much attention to when y'all dropped your album. Uh, and I really hate that I missed out on it whenever it first came out. Because uh, it definitely would have made my top 10 last year. Uh, you got this combination of like memorable hooks and sick breakdowns that take me back to uh, what what I was listening to when I first started getting into heavy music. I feel like I'm back in 8th grade going to post-hardcore shows again. So uh, I feel like some of your influences might be like Senses Fail and Chiodos. Um, but like, what are what are some of your influences? Uh, senses fail in Chiodos. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I literally listen to them like at least once a week. Uh, senses fail the "If There's a Light, It'll Find You" album is one of my favorite albums of all time. And when I started getting into heavier music, Chiodos came out with the Grand Palace Ballet, and that was one of my favorite albums back then. And so I drum along to that, and that's been a pretty big influence on me um but then on the heavier side like periphery um with like the down tuning and all that gent uh and then mashuga um and then more hardcore stuff that bob got me into like stick to your guns and counterparts and knocked loose as you see behind me uh <laughs> oh nice yeah. i just now saw that nice man you got you mm -hmm. got two oh no that one's not knocked loose in the back what's that one no, in the back ahead. Oh, they both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, now I can see it. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, do the breakdowns like put off the math? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Did the breakdowns put off like the math rock crowd, or do you see like everybody coming in from like different kinds of genres? If I'm completely honest, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we've kind of found this weird little niche, um, and. I kind of feel like it, I mean, obviously, if people are turned off by it, I don't know that because they haven't interacted with us in any way. Um, but uh, I don't know, I kind of feel like we've drawn people from a lot of different worlds because I know that we've gotten people from that very uh, Midwest emo math rock type stuff and uh, to post hardcore, which, you know, Finch, Senses Fail, The Used, um, to hardcore more mathcore stuff like you Cyapus, um ion dissonance that whole heavy weird realm of things i kind of just feel like it, it it's a magnet for the weirdos <laughs> <laughs> what uh what genre do you classify yourselves as oh fuck dude the hard <laughs> question up front um yeah I, i'm just gonna say post hardcore um it, think that that's the best way to describe it uh do you agree ryan um i've said everything from mathcore and had people look at me like what is that to <laughs> uh i started simplifying it to pop punk uh and metalcore and okay. just a little bit more broad terms <laughs> yeah pop punk with that screaming Dude, people, man <laughs> people know what that is and around here that's people true. think like like a day to remember and stuff, and I guess that's uh, close uh, sometimes, <laughs> depending on the song. People you know call a day to remember pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Dude. Yeah, I've heard us described as yeah metalcore. Um, I've heard mathcore. I've heard math rock. Um, yeah, I, I initially 
labeled this as math rock at first because I didn't know that math rock was mainly that tappy, twinkly, uh, right. Western emo type thing. Um, I just figured, hey, this is kind of rock music and it has mathy <laughs> attributes. Uh, so I was fuck it, math rock. But now it's it's really post-hardcore with weird time signatures. Yeah, I would say post-hardcore best sums it up. So I'm going to give you what, what I think the genre is. It's post-mathcore. 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 Okay. There we go. <laughs> All right, just keep adding words onto it. That <laughs> <laughs> works. Uh, but so it's actually like super dark music, and like your artwork and stuff makes it seem like it's going to be like this happy, uplifting stuff. Why are you putting out art that doesn't match really what's going on with the music? I mean, you have a freaking hornbill on the cover of your singles and stuff, and your album. Well, I don't know if it's on the album, but on the singles, definitely. We, we've kind of abandoned that since too we unknowingly <laughs> or subconsciously um because at first we were like yeah hornbill like let's let's draw up this cool little bird and have him on everything and then i drew that flower and that really stuck for me um dude the flowers I anybody, dope, man. i don't know if anyone's a flower nerd out there but that's a gardenia and it's wonderful uh but uh what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh no uh, so happy stuff, weird dark. Uh, so there's something very alluring to me about oxymorons, and I kind of feel like that's what we are. Um, it's weird, major key, happy music for the most part, um, and uh, delving into topics more along the lines of horrible mental health and uh trying to uh be happy (laughs) (laughs) well let's get into that there your lyrics are super depressing and like is this from uh (laughs) 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 is this from uh your experiences in your personal lives or is this just you guys telling stories uh so this is it's all personal uh it's all real it's all uh (laughs) very somber uh and to depress everybody for a short second here uh it's all stuff that i've gone through and am currently going through uh we kind of wanted to do this to make it i don't know like a beacon for it's gonna sound stupid for like a beacon for hope like you can do cool shit and have fun while being fucked up and sad and emotional and shitty constantly um like there are good things out there and it's tough to see them in those states but um dude that's not stupid at all it's wholesome as fuck thank you uh utp david says that you guys are a post math rock dad core core i like that (laughs) one too too. can can we be dad core if we're not fathers (laughs) true if you're a dad in your heart, man, you can you can do whatever. Throw, throw, <laughs> put puppy in front of dad there, and then we're puppy good. Puppy dad core. <laughs> I yeah. like it. I like it. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket says all you need is a dad bod. True, true, true. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> we got those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the writing process like? Let's see. Writing process. Um, I kind of just 
dick around and record rough versions of things I think sound fun and cool. Um, we kind of piece together what I think is a song. I'll send it off to Ryan. He says, this is good or this is bad. <laughs> and we kind of pretty much collaborate uh, from, what, 2,000 miles away and decide mm -hmm. what works, what doesn't work, uh, what flows, what should flow, what isn't working, and um, eventually come up with more of a structured song. Uh, then I will record everything except drums, program drums uh, to kind of how I'm hearing them in my head. And then I get it back to Ryan. He does his drum wizardry because I am not a drummer as much as I like to think I am. Um, and uh, at that point, he'll record drums. And even at that point, we've heard it enough to know if a song is working, if it's not working, what parts of a song are working and not working. And it's always kind of, it's always a work in progress um, up until <laughs> shit, when we sign off on a song and we hear something and we're like, oh, maybe we should go back and fix that or something like that. But that's essentially the process. It's, it's long and exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you it's say that, cause... but you like started in what would you say July or June or something, and you put out an album in September. That's like super quick. <laughs> yeah, have you heard the album? <laughs> what? No, man, it's great. It's great. You guys are awesome. No, yeah. So we started it in June. We had that album done for September, and then uh, we've. I mean, we have thirteen new songs for this new album, and uh, that'll be. And they're all done at this point. Uh, it's just they're all written. Of, yeah, yeah, they're all written and ninety percent recorded. Um, and we just have to produce them and put the finishing touches on those. But um, I, I say it's it's long and exhausting because we're not together doing it. So it, it, that makes it a little tougher. But hmm. um, you don't have like that back and forth like organically or whatever. It's like sent well, through emails and texts and such. Oh, we yeah, do you, for sure. You but. do, but at the same time, it's you can't replicate playing a part right then and there and saying, "Does this work? Does it not work?" It's it'll take a day or two to record it, program a drum, and then send it over to him and be like, "Does this work? Does it not work?" Do y'all do like video uh, conferences and stuff? We do. Yeah. It's, pretty much weekly i would say mm -hmm. nice uh so ryan you did all the production and stuff uh, mixing and mastering and all that stuff uh yes <laughs> it could be better um at Dude, least on the first on. album come on man I, guys, I think it's getting there uh yeah but yes i do so that's i have a little home studio built up and try to do as much recording as possible and yeah how did uh, how is the mixing and stuff going? Like, uh, how many times you have to bang your head on, into the wall before you uh, got the mix just right? Um, I think each song goes through about uh, six revisions. Damn, I'd say. Alrighty. On average, so that's well, that's me. That's from the rough mix to the to the final. I'd say. Um, at least for the one we're de debuting. Um, yeah, so I think that one had six. There's a rough mix, and then I'll go through and like tweak a few things, and then 
print it again and go listen to it in my car on my phone and all that stuff and then tweak it again and then go tweak it again and uh and then tweak it again yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then once it's like good i'll send it to bob and then he'll give me his feedback uh and then i'll usually tweak it again and then right before i upload it i'll listen to it again and tweak it again uh <laughs> <laughs> How do you how do you uh, mix and master your stuff, Chris? Do you send that off to somebody, or do you do that all? Oh, I, I do it all myself. Dude, that's sick. I'm get, I'm slowly getting better at it. I'm starting starting to get a little bit better. If you listen to like my my first album, it's complete garbage. The second one's complete garbage, but by the third one, I was starting to get starting to get better, and I feel like every that's time it gets better. The first one's raw, yes. Um, the second one I just listened to the other day. It's pretty good honestly and then meme streams flying machines that's just ridiculous like it's so good well thank you i appreciate it man i like i said i feel like i'm getting a little bit better at it but you know you are <laughs> uh where was i what the heck oh oh uh cricket slams in the chat says uh i listened to the whole album on the way home the other day and cried to it so it's starting to like touch, I'm assuming that's people. ours because oh yeah 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 y'all bigger problems if you're crying to yours <laughs> <laughs> now you're crying well, if that... you listen to mine crying it's because you have a headache so <laughs> <laughs> you're crying blood out your ears <laughs> so you got this new album do you have a you don't have a release date yet no release date um, we're thinking late summer just to give us plenty of time to make sure that everything's done properly. Okay. Um, when I say properly, that uh, it's Ryan's 10 revisions and then some. And, um, we're just, we're hell bent on this one being really fucking good. Um, so we're, we're, we're pulling out all the stops. Nice, nice. Uh, what's different sure. this time around than uh, what, what you did on uh, your, your first one? Uh, a lot of gear, a lot of new yeah. gear. Gear, like what? Uh, new interface, new monitors, uh, new headphones, new microphones, new guitar amps. Uh, we're using Neural DSP amp sims now for ninety nine percent of guitars, and yeah, yeah on, damn, getting uh, professional. I like it. On, I'm sad and I don't know why I used a cracked version of Guitar Rig 5 from like 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah, you have uh, experience recording other artists or is this like the only thing that you've been doing? Um, I have a little bit of experience uh, just with local, local bands and uh, friends and uh, stuff like that. But I think I've only done two albums and an EP and a handful of singles. Okay. Um, but I have some of my own music that I recorded and will probably never release. Um, but, yeah. Okay, okay. So you're uh, upgrading the studio, maybe uh, getting into some recording and stuff down the line then for other bands then, huh? For sure. That Yeah, that's the that's the goal. Hell yeah. Well, uh, so set the single up for us. What, what are we going to hear? So this song is, <laughs> uh, well, let's say, let's just start from the beginning. It's called Despair. Um, it is a song about pretty much no one believing that you feel the way you do. Um, 
I grew up ever since I can remember, I was just sad and depressed. And um, I had family and friends not believe me and make fun of me for it. And uh, this is kind of an, a uh, facetious apology to them. So, um, yeah. Ryan, you got anything else you want to add? Um, musically. Bob's, uh, musically. Um, <laughs> we nope. have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out Bob for his vocal harmonies. I think that's the my favorite part of the song. Yeah, I, I will say that this one, uh, it's definitely a favorite uh, on the new album. Um, musically, it's, I mean, it, it's, if you liked Pathetic and Submerged on the first album, uh, you're going to, I think you'll really enjoy this new album. Uh, it's it, kind of just an extension of those two songs for the most part. Uh, but the song is in that vein, and it's... Uh, a little crazy, but still pretty and depressing, just like <laughs> you know. Alrighty, uh, let's get on into it. Um, Chad, if this is too loud for you guys, tell me and I will definitely turn it down. But uh, here is Despair from Hornbill. It's your
Alrighty. That was fucking sick, guys. Holy shit. That was uh, the first time I actually heard it. Like, I, I love how y'all bring in the, the, again, the breakdowns and stuff. Like, inside of, like, this happy, you know, mathy, uh, math brocky music, you just go in for the fucking breakdown. I fucking dig it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Is uh, the album more more like this? Like, uh, showing the contrast between, like, the really heavy parts and the, the happy parts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um I would say the majority of the album is similar to this. Uh, it's that fine line between um, happy, crazy, sad, um, strange. And then there's a couple of lighter songs, a couple of heavier songs um, to really punch that point home. But uh, yeah. Full Metal Jacket says it's Math Rocky Jabberwocky. <laughs> that's our genre now <laughs> that's our new genre uh gravedigger saying did he did i sense some ion dissonance with that last line <laughs> uh not intentionally but yeah definitely <laughs> an influence yeah really i would not have like thought you know you guys would be like jamming the really heavy stuff for you know as that would be a huge influence for you guys it's time uh, to take out the trash, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, this album has by far our heaviest songs on it. Uh, this next album, and also the most stripped down, um, simple, heartfelt song we've done. It's a huge like contrast, uh, but yeah, two of the songs on this album I think are going to be very uh ion dissonance uh influenced yeah i was telling you earlier chris there's there's one that's um very you very cypus very uh in that ion dissonance realm it's weird and it's heavy and it's just kind of stupid honestly <laughs> um, but it's good and then there's another one that's kind of i don't know more straightforward just kind of ass beater ass beater <laughs> that's, that's literally the working title of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great man uh well one of the things i really liked from your uh, debut was the song wrong it's such a good way to break it up you know the the one where you have like the beats going on and such uh is, yeah. is there stuff like that on here too you said it's a stripped down song so i'm assuming so uh yes and no um We've actually kind of talked about doing an EP that's uh, similar in that vein. They're just kind of doing weird freaking, like, I, don't, I was calling it emo trap. I don't know what trap is, <laughs> if I'm honest. but um, I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we were thinking of doing for that. Because, I mean, I do like that song a lot. And um, a lot of people resonate with it because it's... It, it, it is that lighter side of things. It's different and it's weird. Um, but we have talked about doing that. There are songs in the works that we could actually do. But um, but as far as the, the new album is concerned, we do have that very raw, stripped-down track. Um, I pretty much pitched it to Ryan as Think Like Nirvana Unplugged. Um, and it's kind of just raw. Um, 
and then there's another lighter song or two, but nothing quite like wrong. Uh, Gravedigger says, trap that emo in my ass beats. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course he would. So after the uh, the um, pandemic's over, are you guys going to be trying to get together for shows and such? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ryan's actually moving out here this spring, summer. Ooh. Um, so not only am I thrilled to have him closer to me but uh thrilled to actually play these songs with somebody <laughs> that's gonna be great uh and to hopefully try and find some musicians and uh round out a band and go that route on things but obviously yeah once a pandemic clears and things are safe and we find a way or assuming that there's places to play too uh, yeah a lot of places are closing down man Yep. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So we got a question that we ask everybody here. How do you dress your hot dogs? I dress my hot dogs. Uh, I'm <laughs> personally vegetarian, um, so it'll be a veggie dog first off. But. Um, okay, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, you go. Come back to me. <laughs> um my go-to like on the, on the fly if i'm not gonna try too hard is just mustard um i don't like ketchup on hot dogs that's pretty much the only thing i won't put on a hot dog uh my most famous hot dog that has a bunch of instagram likes i did a chili and macaroni and cheese on the hot dog and it was amazing wait so you post pictures of hot dogs on instagram yeah, I post a lot of That's actually pictures. his personal account. It's just hot dogs. Is it really? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. okay. Like, All right, we asked the right man then. <laughs> uh, I, I make a lot of weird food, though, and uh, post it. Yeah, What's you the can find Ryan on Instagram at hotdog6969. <laughs> <laughs> um, the weirdest food? Um, I just have weird timing. Like, I'll eat steak. Like, I'll make a steak at midnight. Like, it's... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or I'll eat cereal, like, literally all day. There's days where I'll eat six bowls of cereal. I think a lot um, of people are like that, actually. It's good to yeah. snack on. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. <laughs> yeah. Around uh, the <laughs> I like true. Okay, I have, have the, the acronym. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just put mustard on a freaking veggie dog and I'll eat it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was the last album you guys listened to? Last album I listened to was um, The Greatest of All Lost Arts by Lower Definition. Never heard of him before. Dude, if you... I think you'd like them a lot. They're um, they'll be right up your alley, dude. They were on um, Ferret Records when like Eated oh. and all those guys were big back in the day. That's a good and label. Holy shit! What what yeah. was it called again? Lower Definition. Lower Definition. And they're uh, honestly kind of similar to us, uh, post hardcore with breakdowns and a phenomenal singer. Not that I'm a phenomenal singer. He's much better than I am. What about you, Ryan? Uh, the last album, um, that would be Asymmetry by Carnival. 
I've never heard of that one either. That's a, that's a fun name, though. Uh, yeah, they're like... Well, it's Carnival, but they spell it with a K and two O's. Oh, I know. It, I've seen that name before. Yeah, they're like Australian Prague. Um, I'm not like a crazy huge fan of the music, but uh, the drumming and the vocals are some of the best. What's the last album and you listened to, Chris? Me? Oh, it was y'all's, 100%. Whenever I'm, like, gearing up for interviews... I, I've said this before on you. Whenever I gear up for interviews, I try to listen to that band, like, almost exclusively for, like, the couple days leading up to it. So I've listened to your album has to be, like, eight times. Something like that. Like, a ridiculous amount. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about y'all's Ooh. album of the year for last year? Uh, album of the year for me... I'm going to say it's a tie um, between Misery Signals, Ultraviolet, and Protest the Hero, uh, Palimpsest. I didn't know Misery Signals released one last year. That's awesome. Dude, you should stop this podcast (laughs) right now and go listen to it. (laughs) It is so phenomenal. Fucking good. Um, They... I mean, you listen to Misery Signal's old stuff and you're like, how does this get better? And they just figure out a way. It it went super under the radar and it's it's a crime, honestly. I didn't it's even sick. know they were a band still. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, you, you must. It's a must listen. Listen to it. It's huh. phenomenal. Yeah, 10 out of 10. And then Protest the Hero, that album is insane. Um, I was listening to that the other day too and I realized that we're kind of a less talented and emo protest the hero. You know, when I was listening to y'all's, I was thinking that it was, y'all had a lot of similarities between you and protest the hero. Like a lot if of only felt I could sure. like Rody Walker. Oh my God. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Uh, album of the year. That would be, uh, impulse voices by plenty. Okay. Okay. That's a sick dude. Uh, so you guys don't have a lot of merch, but you got some, uh, the hoodies, right? Yes. Yeah, we have. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We did a small run of those hoodies, um, to try and raise money for the Trevor project. Um, we were able to donate a few bucks and that's awesome. Um, what's the Trevor project? Trevor project is a foundation that helps, um, trans uh gay bisexual um just young minority teens who have mental health uh mental health issues um it helps them kind of just i don't want to say get on the right track because there is no such thing but it helps them stay afloat and um just try and make things better for them they're an awesome foundation well that's cool man you guys, so you guys don't have like shirts or anything like that then? No, we plan on doing um, like shirts. I'm hoping to do a hat or a beanie, um, maybe another sweatshirt, even though it'll be the middle of summer <laughs> um, uh, for the new album. But uh, yeah, as of right now, there's not a lot of merch. Um, okay. Hopefully to come soon though. Okay. Uh, Full Metal Jacket is saying the more I watch, the more I like this band. You guys are cool. <laughs> Thank thanks <you>. so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is awesome that y'all were supporting like the charity and, and such like that's really fucking cool you guys thank you i appreciate it uh, that was our i mean that's 
when we kind of figured out that we had something with Hornbill, um, I wanted to make it special. I didn't want to just play music because, I mean, everybody can do that. Um, eh, not everybody, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people can do that. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't know, with my personal struggles and the issues that I have, um, I wanted to make that the forefront and really kind of um, advocate. And um, Jeff had said it really well, um, uh, Jeff from Nurture Nurture, when you interviewed him, um, what, two or three weeks ago, uh, when he said it's not or he doesn't like to he doesn't like the term advocate he likes the activist um and being there for uh being present and and doing just physical tangible things to help um instead of because everybody can advocate everybody can say yeah mental health it needs to be good um meditate like everybody can do that Uh, i wanted to i made it a point that uh I want people to reach out to us. I, I want people to to talk to us if they're struggling. I want people to uh, to seek help if they need it. There's been a couple of people that I've gotten really close to through doing that. And uh, I mean, we, we haven't been a band for a year now and I've gained some really incredible friends that I would hope that I get to meet at some point in the near future because some of you are incredible and it, it's been through doing that through through really pushing um, just for pushing for better mental health and then obviously uh, if you're gay trans bisexual um, asexual anything we love you and we respect you and you deserve love and respect and the fact that you get any type of feeling that's not that is not okay. So we're trying to, I don't know, we just kind of want to create a safe space and I don't know, be there. That's not something that I necessarily, I mean, I, I, I'm super grateful for the support system I have now, but that's not something I've always had. And I wish that when I was an eighth grader, seventh grader going to post hardcore shows just like you chris i wish that i had that uh i wish i could talk to somebody i wish that one of the bands i mean you could always go up to a band and be like hey i like your music yeah look at my <laughs> freaking cool volcom shirt but um like I, I i wish that somebody would have been like hey if you're struggling please here's my number here's uh, just reach out Hell yeah, man. It's awesome y'all using your uh, platform for, for good like that. It's always cool to hear when bands are doing shit like that. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's why we're doing it. We want to be better for... Uh, we just want people to be better. Um, it, it, it's just so much shit going on in the world. <laughs> I mean, Texas just froze over and I mean, there's people dying every day because uh. our government can't fucking figure out what to do and like that's not okay and we just we're here for you and we love you and uh the support that we've gone or gotten from this band and from this album and everything has been so humbling and the amount of uh gratitude that i've gained in the last year has been absolutely staggering and i just can't thank everybody enough so thank you well that's awesome man 
Uh, on another note, Gravedigger says that Bob is the best. Ryan sucks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> kind of <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, he says that he kids that can both ride in the truck with Gravedigger. Who is Gravedigger? Do y'all know who he is? I have a uh, feeling, feeling it's our it's buddy Jared. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out Jared. All righty. <laughs> um, uh, Jared, it's not we, Jared. That's weird. Uh. So Ryan and I used to play in a band called Chrononauts in Baltimore. Um, and uh, similar vein, kind of weird post-hardcore, weird music. And Jared was our bassist in that band. He's like one of my best friends ever, and he's a complete goober. But oh, that's um, sick. You guys have music I, out there on the internet? Yeah, Chrononauts does. Um, there's uh, what we did an album called <laughs> called Humanity, and it's. Uh, it was just a rainbowed, filled-in outline of a manatee. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, yeah, we're, that's on. I think it's still on SoundCloud. You can find it there. Okay, I think so. Yeah. Uh, up, David's asking why y'all up and leave Baltimore. <sighs> My wife and I'm, I. I'm still here, sort of. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're still there. Um. I know he's saying that too because he's uh, what that's that's under the pier, right? There mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Um, yep. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Holy shit. Um, love you. Yeah, they're incredible. Uh, but yeah, the, the wife and I had um, opportunities to go somewhere else, and we did. I, I, the humidity. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Uh, so that's about all I had, unless you guys said something else you wanted to add. I want to know who your album of the year was. Oh, uh, yeah, actually, here. I was did a podcast with uh, Taylor Bates and Carson Pace, and uh, we went over our top tens like that we had separately, and we ended up talking about twenty eight different albums, and it was ridiculous. It lasted two and a half hours. Like that's how much shit came out last year, right? Uh, but my album of the year ended up being uh, Memory Palace by uh, The God Awful Truth. Fucking okay. sick band. Yeah, that's yeah, that album's ridiculous too. And hello, Callous Dow Boys. Hello, Cryptoderia. Those guys. Um, I I feel like I've met Scott at some point in the past. Uh, I grew up on Long Island, and um, uh, we have some mutual friends. And I'm pretty sure that I know him, but I don't think he knows it. But hello. <laughs> in other words, you're stalking him. So that's you know. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm actually not in Salt Lake City. I'm outside his house right now. So. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, if you're looking to scratch that MySpace era post-hardcore itch, but also want an updated take on the genre, you should MySpace. listen to... Dude, it is for real. Like This absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, you uh, should go Can back... Can we talk about how much we miss MySpace for a second? Dude, go for it. How much you miss it? <laughs> Dude, I never had a MySpace. Really? How did you never have a MySpace? Did you live under a rock? Um, I mean, yeah, you're younger, I did. but... Yeah, I did. Chris, how old are young. you? I'm 30. Okay, I'm 31. Ryan's 26, 27? 28. 28. Just a baby. Oh, 28. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just live under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, oh my god, MySpace and finding... I mean, that was that was 
nightly, right? You log on to MySpace. Find Dude, yeah, it was so much better for cool, bands, man. hardcore to listen to. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, they had that rating system where it was, like, best in, like, X state and, like, the city. Dude, and, yeah. Like, the genre and things like that. And Facebook doesn't have shit like that. So a lot of these bands just go unknown, you know? Back in the day, yeah. I uh, I used one of those, you know, bots to, like, add friends and shit like that, you know, because mm-hmm. I was cheating. <laughs> and uh, I put out this really shitty, like, brutal death metal demo. Made a hundred of them. Sold them for, like, five bucks each and sold out like that's what, what myspace does for like these little bands and facebook could be doing shit like that but they're not you know it sucks well they're too busy trying to control our minds so <laughs> i guess myspace right. freaking tom just wanted to connect everybody and make sure everybody was listening to good music but <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> but uh so were you in were you in uh like so you said you did a, a, a death uh what death metal ep or whatever yeah or a death metal album were you in a band or was that your own little thing uh it's my own little thing i've been uh i've been doing one man projects for a long time uh i think i've gone under five different names now so yeah uh, there's no way you can find the old stuff uh, the old one was called uh human effluence and i did put out one album but uh yeah it sounded like garbage it sounded like shit have you played in a band <laughs> Yes, uh, I was in a band called Giant of the Mountain. They're actually still around. You can probably find their shit. Um, okay. And we actually toured the West Coast, and it was, it was pretty rad. Dude, that's sick. Hell yeah, man. It was freaking awesome. Would love to do would do would love to do touring again, but uh, we'll see if uh, this virus ever leaves us. Yeah, I would like that to happen <laughs> for <laughs> multiple <Yeah>. reasons. <laughs> uh, Gravedigger <laughs> says Hornbill would be his top friend on MySpace. Are you just gonna have only top one, not top eight? You gotta round that out, Jared. You didn't rank <laughs> them when you were on MySpace. I did rank them, and that was the whole thing. I remember. <laughs> oh my! It's like uh, when Facebook first started, and you moved a relationship into. It's complicated. Like if you moved somebody from your top <laughs> one to your top two, or something like that. Because I rem- oh fuck, I remember I did that with my one of my ex girlfriends and like my best friend. I had switched them around to one and two, and shit got real bad after that. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you're looking to scratch that itch, go and listen to I'm Sad and I Don't Know Why, the debut album from Hornbill, which dropped September 25th, and get hyped for their new album. Uh, You guys are on Spotify, all the streaming sites, Bandcamp, Instagram, Twitter, and not Facebook, any other social plugs. (laughs) Uh, After after our talk this morning, I'm going to go on Facebook tomorrow. Um, Definitely should. I can't guarantee I'll be super active on there, but uh, I'll make it. What's the field the dreams thing? If you build it, they will come. So exactly. yep. we'll, we'll see all five of you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, as for me, drop my channel follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to uh, the interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming services, as well as some exclusive emotes. Um, YouTube folks, if you're... Uh, Oh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, sorry guys, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you like the video, please drop a like, click on the notification bell, and don't forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music, The Sound That Ends Creation, at thesoundthatendscreation.bandcamp.com. My next guest is the purveyor of glitchy, noisy rap, Void Dweller. Join us this Wednesday, the 24th, at 7 p.m. Central, right here at twitch.tv slash the cast that ends creation for the live cast. Thanks for being here, guys. Hope you had some fun. Dude, thank absolutely. you so thank much you. for having us. Dude, um, absolutely. I, I, 
we talked about being small and all that stuff, but I, I don't know. It just the community um, is extra special and just I don't know. I I've listened to your music and respected you for a while now and watched pretty much every the first thirty six episodes of this. It's awkward as they were in the beginning. <laughs> and, <pretty> uh, <laughs> every episode would start with some some sort of technical thing or me just being dumb. <laughs> No, but this is, I don't know, it's been a blast, so thank you so much. Oh, I really appreciate you guys coming yes, on. Thank you. Uh, Gravedigger is asking if he could get a hoo-ya. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah! Can I get a hoo-ya? <laughs> All righty. <Yeah. laughs> well, uh, thanks, thanks for being here, guys, and uh, thank you guys for watching and listening.